Driving can be stressful. We sometimes put on so many miles and it's easy to allow the stress to kind of creep in and not really realize it's there. It's kind of like with noise. Have you ever noticed when the refrigerator shuts off in your house or maybe even in your van if you have a loud refrigerator and all of a sudden everything feels super quiet and calm? Uh, that's a that's a singular, unique experience in terms of consciousness. But w- when it comes to something like driving, you know, sometimes we don't feel it till we step out of the van after many miles at a rest stop or or wherever, and 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 you kind of go, "Wow, I'm I'm wrecked. <laughs> that was a lot of driving. You know, my muscles hurt from sitting in the same position for hours or whatever." We actually have a great uh, post on Vansage.com, low-stress camper van driving top 10 tips. So if you head to uh, Vansage.com and just use the search function and type in driving, you will find this post along with some other stuff about driving on the site. But I thought I'd go through a few of these real quick. Our number one tip, uh, or the one at the top, oftentimes we'll put the number one tip at the bottom. That's just a little hint. (laughs) Depends on the article, but uh, I think actually in this case... Number one is number one so on the on the article. So plan your roots with intent and care. And this is something we talk about in uh, Top 10 uh, Van Travel Mistakes article. Basically, it's take the time to plan your route to minimize traffic and stress. And, you know, the, it's not the, the goal isn't always to get somewhere the fast as fast as we possibly can. But it should always be to make the trip as enjoyable as possible whenever possible. So that this tip is to take 30 minutes, 30 relaxed minutes while you're not driving in the morning or in the evening before a drive to carefully plan your route for the day. So it will allow you to relax and enjoy the, the scenery along the way and, um, and to avoid things like traffic jams or or just unpleasant, you know, maybe diff- a difficult pass can be avoided. For example, in, in Washington State, where I live, there are optional passes over the mountains, and some of them are really stressful to drive a big van on, and, and some of them are really smooth. And uh, so, yeah, uh, that's number one, plan your route with intent and care. And then number two, it ties in with that, time on the road. I think my experience, if possible, try not to drive more than five or six hours per day at the very most. I personally shoot for three to four hours a day at the most. Now, obviously, you know, at the end of a long weekend, if you're out, you know, until Sunday afternoon and you got to get back and you get, you know, to your home, uh, your home base, if you live in a house or apartment, or you've got to get to a campground on time, sometimes it's three or four hours a day of driving just isn't possible. But I think you'll find that when you plan carefully, shorter drive times each day are definitely possible. Uh, and and it just makes for such a better trip to be behind the wheel less and out enjoying what you do more. Um, number three, driving is work and you need to take breaks. This is a big one. Uh, even if you, again, with the refrigerator noise, even if you don't notice it while you're driving, even if you're someone who gets out of the van and feels just fine and feels quote-unquote refreshed after a long drive, I guarantee you, you are undergoing stress when you drive and your senses are going to be dulled the longer you drive. Breaks are really powerful stuff. I, I sprinkle in breaks every two, one to two hours 
And even if it's just five minutes, you know, and treat it like work, right? 10 minutes every two hours, and, or rather a job, 10 minutes every two hours and longer breaks, maybe 20 minutes or half an hour every three to four hours. So that's what I shoot for. And keep, it really helps to keep stress low while I'm driving. Um, number four is noise, the hidden source of stress. So uh, again, with the refrigerator, I guess that's a, a stress that, uh, that once that noise dies down, you go, ah, oh, that's wow. It's now it's so quiet in here. So background noises, stereos, things rattling in the back, uh, people sometimes, um, and maybe even just listening to a pot to too many podcasts or too too much podcast for too long. It can be nice to just turn off everything you can, roll up the windows, use the AC to just to have some quiet time, maybe even ask your partner, look, let's not chatter each other for a while so I can focus on the road and uh, reduce my stress a bit. So that's noise. And then of course, loud music, you know, oftentimes we get into our favorite songs and pretty soon or after a lot, lot of music listening, we realize, holy mackerel, this is really taxing and, and sometimes just killing the music for a while or changing to something calm and mellow will really improve your energy level and your, and your awareness while driving. Uh, number five, plan ahead to avoid heavy traffic. And eh, this gets back to number one, I realize, but, but actually make a point of, of looking at the, the bottlenecks in traffic that are coming up for your, for your route. And, and sometimes it even requires getting on Google and looking at maps and going, oh yeah, you know, downtown Portland is a, is a horror show every evening at 4 p.m. And I guarantee you it is. So things like that can, uh, you know, just avoiding heavy traffic can really make a big difference. And, and I'll just go over one or two more here. Number six, sleepy driving is risky driving. And I, I stole that from the, there's a, uh, an anti-alcohol caution campaign, I think from the state of Washington, buzzed driving is drunk driving, which is true. Anyway, uh, sleepy driving is risky driving. So, you know, it's uh, drowsy driving is a top cause of accidents and your risk of being involved in a crash increases with the less the less sleep that you get. And, you know, sometimes it's just, well, at around three o'clock every day, I get kind of drowsy and and I shouldn't be driving then, or that's the best time to pull over and take a 20 minute nap and then wake up and make some coffee. And now you're a hundred percent and really energetic and clear headed and ready for, for what is a dangerous thing, which is driving a camper van. You know, even if you have the best van in the world and you're on the smoothest roads in the world, you know, it's, um, it's a major cause of in injury, accident and death is uh, is driving in general and the bigger the vehicle the higher the risk in many ways yeah uh rest uh, don't drive don't don't drive sleepy and i'll do one more uh snack strategically that's our number seven many people love stocking up uh, on gas station snacks for a long drive it's important to choose those snacks strategically um high carbohydrate foods will make you sleepy candy cookies and oh, I'm here to tell you, I love a box of cookies or a bag of cookies or donuts or whatever on a drive. And I just have to force myself not to do it because I will get dopey. Uh, so what I opt for is high protein and healthy fats like nuts, you know, carrot sticks, 
I'm not crazy about them, but hey, they keep your your mouth busy and they'll, and they'll trick you into kind of feeling less hungry if you're trying to push for another hour before you stop for dinner, that kind of thing. So, uh, but, but I mean, uh, celery and peanut butter, you know, have your driving partner or fix them in advance, some celery and peanut butter. Uh, that's a, that's great. Um, also probably my favorite combo is almonds and 72% dark chocolate. I get my, I get Trader Joe's, uh, they're called pound plus, uh, and it's, it's a beautiful Belgian chocolate, super cheap and super high quality, 72% dark chocolate and, and a, a couple cubes of that and some almonds and I'm good to go for many miles in terms of of being energetic not feeling super hungry so and I guess along those lines you know I'll say it actually isn't bad to to drive when a little bit hungry um, this gets into uh, some technical stuff with regard to fasting when you're in a fast when you haven't eaten for for several hours you, your brain is actually sharper and that's again, that's technical. I won't, I won't dig into it. I'll, at some point, I'll probably talk about intermittent fasting and and fasting in terms of um, of diet and nutrition uh, at some some point in in this podcast. But for now, suffice it to say, it's not a terrible thing to to push push a while before eating something. Uh, it's it's much better than filling up on sugar. I guarantee you. So there's three more tips in that in that article it's a good one low stress camper van driving top 10 tips and again head over to vansage.com and click the uh, search or just uh, type in vansage.com and then uh, low stress driving in google you'll find it hey i hope you're enjoying the show thanks so much for tuning in to the camper van podcast the vansage newsletter goes out every sunday evening and if you're not signed up for that yet well you're missing out Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your Podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. But you treat me so unkind. Right down to the station. Get the fast mail train, I see.